Coming up on episode 30 of The Unscrewed Mind, Rusty and I are talking about controlling your thoughts. We share some personal experiences around the 11 and a half minute mark. We do a question and answer session, and then around the 20 second minute, we give you some tips for controlling your thoughts. Now sit back, relax. Welcome to The Unscrewed Mind, episode 30. Uh, we're going to be talking about controlling your thoughts today, and we really appreciate and we're super grateful for all the new subscribers that we've picked up over the last month mm-hmm. and excited to share this topic because it's something that really changed the way that me and Matt feel and the way that we act on a daily basis and drastically improved relationships with so many people. Mm-hmm. So, um, this is a task to do this and it takes, it took me over a year to really gain full control of my thoughts. Um, and that was with, um, tons of meditation and, um, catching myself thinking certain things. So, so can I, yeah. I, I want to stop you there. You yeah. said to get full control. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you have full control of your thoughts right now? You know, a hundred percent. Here's what I do have control of is I have control of noticing what the thought is. Ooh, that's a really and good point. Rejecting a thought that I don't like or immediately thinking of something else. Yeah. So to me, it's, I mean, is there a way to improve further? Absolutely. Um, but from where I was, there's there's no comparison. Yeah, yeah. Night and day for sure. For sure. So, um, but let's just, let's just look at what it means to control your thoughts. Um, and for me, my definition of it is, is being able to, like I just said, see the thoughts that are happening. Um, And as you'll notice, when you first start doing this or you first start trying to look at what your thoughts are, is that there is no control whatsoever in your mind. Mm -hmm. You're going to be thinking, oh, I've got um, this coming up in my life. My boss is mean. Um, You know, why is my significant other treating me this way? Um, why is this family member doing that? Uh, why does this person get to do that? And I don't get to do that. And you'll have just random thoughts popping into your head and you're reacting to them all the time. So you're in a constant state of turmoil inside. Mm-hmm. And yep. it it's something that you've been programmed to do. Uh, and it's a society thing. You're looking at what others are doing. You're seeing what others are doing and you're wishing that you weren't you in some cases because you wish you could have that experience mm-hmm. and you are good enough for that experience just as well. And in fact, if anyone else can do something, it's just a sign that you can do it as well. And it's a way when once you start thinking like that, then you're more appreciative of what another person has or does because you can accomplish it as well. And there's something special about every person out there. And there's a goal for every person out there. So, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because to give you some ideas of how you should start steering your thoughts instead of the way that 
a lot of people are handling them um, today. I know that it's, like I said, it's helped Matt. It's helped my wife. It's helped me dramatically become a better friend, husband, father. Um, any Every part of my life has improved without doubt. And so I, I really think that I know that Matt does this and I'm, I'm not a real big journal person, but mm-hmm. writing down what you feel for a week would have really helped me out a lot in the very beginning. Um, I wrote down who I wanted um, to be, what I wanted to have as my legacy or w- whatever you want to call it. I wrote mm-hmm. out who I wanted to be, but I didn't really focus on as much of who I am at that now. And so for me and Matt, you you tell me uh, if this is close for you, I would say the first three months, maybe four months, I still had no control of my thoughts. Um, I was able to see them, but I was still reactionary to a lot of them. Well, I think I didn't, I didn't really uh, have a handle on what it meant to control your thoughts or really kind of understand why that was so important. I think you and I came at it in a different way where instead of we, instead of concentrating on what we were at the moment mm-hmm. and trying to fix that, we started thinking about what we wanted to be and we started writing out goals and writing out affirmations and reading that stuff constantly to change who we were right. and to um, you know kind of build a positive platform to move forward from there. Uh, when you start kind of reading online or thinking about what it means to control your thoughts, it's um, it's interesting to try and think back before that moment of awareness where you understand that um, everything you think is like this constant stream of consciousness that's out of control and can be controlled. Um, it's interesting to think that you can um, you could have lived in a world where you're just thinking these negative thoughts and you're just you're beating yourself up and um, you. Know, you know, out of control. And that's how you lived 100% of your life. Whereas now, um, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, now I have all these strategies and all of these skills that I can use to control where my brain is is going, what my mind is thinking, um, where my thoughts are taking me. And I'm like, I'm just more aware of that and um, just in a better mood constantly because I know how to steer that stuff. Whereas before I was just like a like on a float in rapids, just going wherever, wherever it took me. Yeah. And affirmations is a great point because you can do something as simple as health, wealth, success. That's one that I really like because mm-hmm. uh, that hits so many different things. Success hits every part of your life if you allow it. Um, and then health obviously is part of success as well, but I just like health, wealth, success. And if for a couple of months, if I would start thinking about something that I didn't like, I would say health, wealth, success in my mind or out loud over and over again yeah. to kind of take away from what I was thinking about and keeping from me from me having a reaction from a um, and, and you know I'm not talking when I talk about reaction, I'm talking about a feeling that you get about that, mm-hmm. not necessarily you being mad about something and screaming about it or calling somebody or doing something. I'm just talking about the reaction of the thought. And so don't get confused on that because the reaction of the thought is where the problem occurs and starts to begin with. Mm -hmm. Um, And so many people will be sitting there and there's somebody in their life 
that is making them mad or not doing things that they want, and they continually loop that in their mind over and over again. So and if it's yeah, it doesn't even have to be something that happened today or ever. You know? It could be something that happened previously, yeah. or it could be something that you made up from your perspective, and the other person has absolutely no idea that they even did it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that that's not what they meant. Twenty years later, that's not what they meant. You know, right? And so. Um, Everyone is connected because everything is energy. Everything is on a vibrational plane. So if you have somebody in your life and you want them to change, one of the best things that you can do is start thinking about them in that change state. Mm -hmm. Um, Just like we've talked about with Neville and so many other uh, things that we've talked about, a law of attraction, spirituality, it all comes back to your thoughts. And until you can gain control of those, you really haven't done anything. And that's why Think and Grow Rich talks about writing down your goals, reading them every single day, because it's a reprogramming of your thought process. That's really yep. that really sums up the law of attraction to me is a reprogramming of your thought process. And mm-hmm. I've had you know just things that have gone on that have bothered me for years and years and after um, studying this I no longer think of those things ever. And I <laughs> You know what I mean? You're living, you will figure out that you're living in the past forever. Mm -hmm. Um, And tomorrow and right now are, are not the same thing. So you need to live in the now. And it's the same as the past too. All of that is gone and everything that's coming is not here yet. So living in the now is a huge part of it as well, because we're constantly in societal society. We're constantly driven to think what you're going to feel like when you get this, this, or this. Mm-hmm. But in order to get to those things, you really need to be in the feeling of already having them before you have them. And yep, I've talked about, uh, I think on one of the other episodes, uh, one thing that I know that I have been manifesting throughout my entire life is a vehicle. I have looked at cars and seen myself in my mind driving that car, think of the things that I'm going to do when I get that car, see the people in my life that are going to be in the car with me. Mm-hmm. And it's something from a visualization standpoint that I can do so easily. Um, It's just like second nature to me. And so I've thought it and I, uh, we won't go into all the cars that I've had, but I've probably had around around 15 cars at this point in my life. And I'm 37 for those of you that don't know. And uh, you know, it's just, it's something that I've always loved and it's been very easy for me to visualize what's going what it's going to feel like. So I have a couple questions that I've just kind of wrote down in preparation for this episode. And I, I want to just ask them yep. and um, yeah, I'm curious what your um, response is or would be. So first question, how are you different now that you know that your thoughts aren't you and that you can control them? Like how, how much have you grown in the past two years, you know, or what would you say is the biggest difference? Well, I think that things that 
would bother me in the past mm-hmm. no longer have any hold on me whatsoever. Uh, people that would bother me in the past are no longer that doesn't when when I think of somebody cutting me off in uh, in the car or anything like that, it's not gonna it's not gonna phase my day in any way because why would it? I mean, it doesn't even make any sense. Like somebody's driving crazy. I've been in the role of the crazy driver before. So I don't even know why I would ever get mad about that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's just the empathy for other people um, and just being able to feel what they feel. And, you know, that is something that happened. um, And I think we've may have mentioned this before, too, is I really I, I got like an empathic feeling towards so many people and I would pick up what they were feeling and I would act the way that they were feeling towards Mm -hmm. them. And I didn't even know that that was, I mean, you know, you don't even know that it's really possible until you start noticing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. And you know, like how many people that, that aren't aware that, you know, that their thoughts are in control and it's not them. Like how many of them are, you know, like a megaphone for someone else in a group of people that, is lashing out. And then, you know, it just causes like this echo effect where everyone just starts to react in the same exact way because no one understands how to break the chain, you know? And it's just, I think that overall, uh, more loving, more caring. And I I know that uh, you've mentioned this a lot of times to me, but man, there's nobody that feels sorry for you anymore. When you get in a group of people that, uh, are following the the same process, finding somebody to be f- sorry for you is going to be very hard because you know that the person is creating the sadness or the bad feeling upon themselves. So to say that you can help somebody come out of that is really not possible because mm-hmm. it's everything has to come from within. And there's really no answers outside of you. Now, is there chains of events that can happen to get you to a goal? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But you would have already had to have changed the way that you think prior to that. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Next question I got for you. Is the nonstop chatter in our heads the most dangerous force in the world? (laughs) That's a, that's a good one. Uh, it does feel like it yeah. for sure. To you, yeah. right? Like, yeah. um, you, you like to talk about how before your, um, your awareness moment or before you became aware of the fact that your thoughts were in control that, you know, things in the past would bother you. Mm-hmm. I was kind of the opposite of that where anxiety, anxiety of what's going to happen in the future is what would drive me crazy almost to the point where I would be scared to move. I just, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even be able to act, even though like what was required of me in the moment was very minor and something that I could have been able to do in my sleep and can do now without any problem. I would be afraid to move because the 20 or 30 different variations of the future were scaring the crap out of me, you Mm -hmm. know? And in that regard, uh, if, if you have a world full of people who are being controlled by this nonstop chatter and aren't checking themselves and allowing it to kind of run rampant. Um, 
you know, that's a crazy place to live in. That's a crazy place to be. If yeah. they're ima- if we know that imagination creates reality, if what they're imagining is what they're forcing into reality, I mean, Matt, that's, that's a yeah. scary place to walk around in. Well, the other thing is too, is you start, I've started, you know, I haven't really watched any television for the last mm-hmm. two, almost three years at this point. And video games, we've really quit playing those, uh, and no games on my phone. I really don't just cruise the internet. I do. YouTube is my crutch. That That's a problem, mm-hmm. I guess, if you want to name one. But if you ask somebody like what they do to relax, they're going to say that they watch TV or that they play a video game or they do this or that. Those really aren't relaxing things. <laughs> no, they're not designed to be relaxing. That your mind is running 90 to nothing when you're watching a suspenseful show or whatever. And you are creating a environment by watching those things as well. Mm -hmm. And if you can't reject what you're seeing and what you're watching, it's scary because that's the thing that I can do now is uh, I think I've mentioned this as well, but you know, I was watching like, uh, Oh no, no, no. I was watching, the YouTube video, YouTube and I, was rea- mm-hmm. I was reacting to it and I was having a reaction like the people that I'm watching on YouTube acting crazy. And it's my subconscious mind is picking up on it. And I'm like, why am I acting like this while I'm doing it? Mm-hmm. But, and it's because I was like, my subconscious mind is thinking, oh, you want to watch this. So this is the kind of thing that you want in your life. This is the and, energy. This yeah. is the energy that you're feeling right now. Yeah. But- the difference is now, if I were to watch something like that, I've got a totally different mindset when I'm watching it. I focus on what I'm watching has nothing to do with me, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm actively rejecting what's going on. Um, and it sounds weird. And, you know, until you experience it, you really can't understand it. But just conversations with people, you can reject those. Um and if you have somebody that is constantly um, doing things that you don't want them to do, don't talk about those things out loud with the person ever. And, you know, focus on how you would like that person to be and make sure that the thing that you're thinking is something that positively impacts that person. So right. don't just be selfish in your thought process because. I can't tell you how many things that I've changed that way. Um, and it just it just happens. And it, it's just natural the way that it occurs too. Last question, Rusty. Mm-hmm. If Is the voice in our head still a bad thing if we can train it to be good, right? So if I, subconsciously, if I can alter my, my thought process to be mostly positive, but it's like I don't really control what I'm thinking, is that okay? And then... If all our thoughts are uncontrolled but positive, is that still a problem or is that okay? There is a positive and negative to everything. Mm-hmm. So to think, I mean, of course, there's stuff that's going to happen in our world that we don't like still. And so negative thoughts can come in. But at the same time, negative thoughts is is from the ego um, and thoughts in, in a lot of times are from the ego period. 
And so the ego is a protection device um, for us. So like, for instance, Matt just got a new bicycle and we're going to, we're going to see is he was riding it yesterday and he Mm -hmm. had a little tumble. If we could see that now, just, just a little one, just a, just a little tumble. And, you know, we know that Matt is not going to positively think that if he hits those brakes the same way that Uh he did yesterday, that he's going to go down. He's not going to go down. So that, that could be construed as a negative thought, I guess, but it's something that's set up to protect you. So I, I mean, I think it's just more about rejecting the negatives that come to you. And so I think, um, you know, key takeaways for, for controlling your thoughts are don't be reactionary to the thoughts that are coming to you. Um, learn to reject thoughts that you don't like. Mm-hmm. Uh, affirmations to yourself to block out negative thoughts that you don't have control of yet to kind of guide what you're thinking. Um, the way that you think about other people should always be in a positive light, in a helpful light, if you're wanting a positive change for that person. And just, I mean, I think overall seeing the best in everyone and looking for what's good instead of what's bad in every situation. Um, But you still have to have things like bicycle accidents that are something that you don't want to continually reoccur. So you're learning things and you're not doing things based on that. And I don't know if that exactly answered your question, but um, if you're, if you're not looking at your thoughts right now and um, seeing how, they make you feel, then you're really holding yourself back from what could be. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, absolutely. I I like to look at online and, you know, if we're going to do a subject like control your thoughts, I like to go online and just see, hey, what's out there on controlling your thoughts? And there's obviously there's seven steps, 10 steps, 100 steps, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. These were These were some that I just kind of jotted down. And so the seven ways to control your mind, first one is to be aware and understand your inner voice or your triggers, right? Just, I would say the moment that you pull back and instead of just being victim to your thoughts, but aware that the thoughts are going on, that is kind of like the first, the beginning of your like spiritual awakening. Two, when negativity pops up, name it. If you're having negative thoughts, be like, oh, here come negative thoughts. If you're having fearful thoughts, be like, oh, here comes the fear of whatever. Naming it um, just kind of uh, identifies it and helps you understand what's going on. Um, Understanding that fear is illogical. What I'm afraid to do, Rusty does in his sleep. And there's probably something that happens with Rusty that I'm not scared of. And so I think that's understanding that fear is illogical is, is a big thing. Four, get yourself a mantra. We talked about affirmations. Um, Five. Thoughts are not reality. Um, you know, I would say 90% of the thoughts that we have never really materialized into anything. Present moment mindfulness is number six. Um, anytime you really feel yourself getting out of control, it's because you're thinking of the past or the present. If you can find a way to be mindful of the present moment, um, that's the, uh, probably the best thing that you can do. And then uh, choosing not to listen. 
when your thoughts are starting to run crazy, choosing to ignore them and understanding that they're not really you uh, is is probably the best thing that you can do. So, but so I agree with every one of those except for thoughts are not reality because yeah. I, it is your reality for sure. Mm, um, good point. And that is like the, the the fundamentals of it is what you're thinking is creating the way that you feel. So there is nothing outside of that. I, I mean, you can be in the worst situation of your life and find the positive in it. And that positive thought can chain just as fast as a negative thought can chain. But society uh, as a whole has made it where we are much easier. It's much easier for us to think a negative thought and go to the next, next, next on that mm-hmm. chain. Just like the news, they've got, I mean, they've got nonstop negativity going on so that you will tune in to see what the next negative thing is. That's yikes. I mean, it's like, no thanks. My life, my life isn't bad because have you seen the news? Everything have is bad. Have you seen how bad that person's life is? Yeah. 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 For real. And, and, you know, that goes back to Neville as well. You know, when you meet people that you're just out and about, people that you don't really know, you can hope and you can see that person being a fulfilled individual in the future. And you can see that and that can happen for them just based on your thought processes about them. Um, So many scenarios of the way that you think about somebody else has changed that person. So keep your best thoughts in mind for everybody. Become a part of the Unscrewed Mind by following us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Unscrewed Mind. Also, feel free to email Rusty and I. Our address is unscrewedmind at gmail.com. Tell us what you thought of the show, pitch a subject for a future show, or just say hi. And until next time, stay grateful.